0: I'm your host Sam Ruth and joining me today is Janet Verney. She's an author and artist with a passion for wellness and whimsy. She's a certified as an integrative health nutrition health coach and is the community coordinator for the gut health course at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Janet is passionate about creating plant based recipes and loves helping others to health up their lives through primary and secondary foods. She has shared her healing journey on TV, radio, podcasts, conferences, and workshops. Part of her own healing therapy includes creating whimsical, upcycled clothing, which can be found on her Etsy shop, Janet's Fashion Flips. When she's not working on wellness or her art, you can find her in her garden, on the water, or playing with her grandsons or her pup, Ollie. You can visit her website at janetverney.com. And thank you so much for making time and being here with us, Janet.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you.
0: We were talking briefly before we recorded and we were talking about some of your other books. And we'll also talk about your book that's coming out now, but I loved the concept and it connects to my own healing, which I'll share that at the time made no sense to me. And maybe you'll be able to explain it. But when I was so deep in grief, uh, and obviously, I didn't care about food or nutrition, the earth and nature was what soothed me and I felt like it was unproductive and I felt like I wasn't doing anything, but it really, really calmed me down, which was extremely productive. Uh, and so when you were just talking about your books, I loved the concept and I would love to hear, have you share.
1: Oh sure, absolutely. Well, I I'm so sorry for whatever grieving that you had to endure. It's not an easy thing, that's for sure, having lost too many loved ones in my life as well. But yeah, I you know, I've had a um a chronic uh disorder, a lung disorder, gut disorder. I've been a study case at the NIH and at Yale and You know, many moons ago, I decided to stop chasing the diagnosis and went on a healing journey, and I became certified in integrative nutrition, and I went out to a wellness institute in Florida and spent three weeks there, and I just kept learning and gathering as much information as I possibly could and I was able to, it was around 2013, that I was able to get off of all machines and medications. And in that time, after my experience with all this, I decided I needed to write my story because, you know, there was there were points in my healing that I had doctors recommending that I have part of my lung removed, um, you know, they they had me so medicated that, you know, I was a let- I just felt like a blob. I just felt sick all the time. And I started having, you know, anaphylactic issues with antibiotics. And so, you know, hospitalizations, you name it. So I was like, I'm, I am going to do everything under in my power to optimize my health. So when I you know, found strategies that really worked for me, and I tapped into so many different healing modalities, I began by writing my first book, which is called Roots to Wellness. It's all one word, and it's R-O-O-T-S, the numeral two, wellness. And the reason I chose that is because rather than treating the symptoms, we need to look at what's at the root. What is the root cause of the disease that's happening in our body? So I have four parts to my book. The first part is called Unearth. So I'm really looking at, if you think of a tree, think of this beautiful tree. If the tree isn't healthy, what is going on at the roots of the tree? What is it? Is it not being nourished? Is it Overcrowded? Is it diseased? Um, So we need to look at the soil at the very foundation of that tree and what do we need to change in order to, to nourish it. So the first part of the book is unearth. Let's get to the root of the problem. The second part of that book is to weed and we know that when our garden is, you know, if we want our garden to flourish, we need to get the weeds out of the way so that the good stuff can grow, right? So we want to pull out those weeds. And and when I'm talking about an individual who's trying to heal from something um, and is having symptoms and inflammation and fatigue and illness, quite often it's, it's It's many layers. It's multifaceted. And it could be the job that's no longer serving them. It could be the relationship that is turbulent. Um, It could be something from their past that is standing in their way. Um, It could be poor diet. It could be a lack of exercise. It could be a disconnect with nature and spirit. So all of those things, we need to weed out what is standing in our way. What are those obstacles that we need to move out of the way in order to heal? Then the third component is to nourish. And so we know that when we've got a garden, it needs sun, it needs water, it might need some organic fertilizer um, or some compost to really help it grow. So we want to nourish our bodies in the same way. So When I started writing this book, I broke out my nourish uh, part of the book into a few different parts. I have positivity and gratitude, because when we live from a place of gratitude, we, we gain more of what we want in our lives. And, you know, we were talking earlier about those negative reruns that run in our head. And so... I had them, constant, and one of the things I lived in was fear, and the doctors had instilled fear in me that if the bacteria that was in my lungs got into my bloodstream, that it could kill me pretty instantly, so I lived in this you know, constant state of fear, going to bed every night thinking, will I even wake up the next day to see my family, and then I moved out of fear through a lot of different healing modalities, a lot of energy work, to a place of hope, and I lived in this place of hope for a couple years, actually, Um, and didn't realize, though, that I was doing myself a great disservice, because when we live in hope, it leaves room for doubt, so think about that. I mean, if you're thinking, I hope this is going to happen, there's that little bit of doubt back there, thinking maybe it just won't, So I changed up hope to the word believe. And that is truly when the magic happened for me. Um, I started shifting those negative thoughts. I have all different ways. I I work with clients. I I strategize with them what will work best for them to shift those negative thoughts into positive thoughts, um, including what I call my love letter. And I encourage everybody, write yourself a love letter in the present tense as if it has already happened with every single thing you want to have happen in your life. And I did this, I read it to myself before I went to bed every single night for at least a year. And I have to tell you that all of those things have truly come to be. Um, So I have really shifted that negativity into a positivity. And it takes time. It takes practice. It's like building muscles. You've, you've got to start with a low weight, like a little three pounder and you work your way up. And then I get into food and nutrition. You know, we, I was having this conversation the other day with somebody. We, I was a part of an inflammation summit. Oh, and Sam, Samantha, please pipe in anytime. Like if I'm over-talking here. Um, Oh,
0: this is fascinating. It's why I'm having you here. And I'm like, taking little mental notes of what I want to respond to because it's no matter what I'm thinking of multiple clients and so many different things they're dealing with, but you're right the healing is the journey with all of these things is what matters. So thank you.
1: Thank you. Okay. So I get into food and nutrition. And as I was saying, I was in this inflammation summit and we were talking about Um, how to tame the inflammation fires in the body. And again, we need to work on all of these things, including the power of positivity and gratitude, but we need to fuel our bodies with as many nutrient dense whole plant-based foods as possible. And when I first started this journey, I wasn't a big meat eater, Um, you know, this was decades ago. Uh, and I transitioned to vegetarian and then vegan and then what they call whole food plant-based, which I can explain a little bit further if that's of interest. But I I found what worked for me and what really fuels my body. And I always tell people, it's like it's like that fancy sports car. If you put diesel fuel in that sports car, it's not going to run. If you put regular unleaded in it, it's going to be a little sluggish, but if you put the high test, the premium fuel, it is going to run like, you know, it's meant to run. So our bodies are very similar in that, you know, we have these sophisticated biocomputers and, you know, if we're feeding them the standard American diet, which the acronym for that is SAD, um, I know, <laughs> you know, it this overly processed food, much of which is chemicals, you know, so much of our food is laden with partially hydrogenated oils, high fructose corn syrups, maltodextrin, carrageenan, um, you know, and I, I tell my clients, if you don't know what it is, mm-hmm. and you can't pronounce it, don't put it in your mouth, right? <laughs> So, you know, I I work with them to get more whole foods and plant-based foods into their diet, eating the rainbow of color, eating whole grains. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I don't do carbs. And I'm like, oh, we need to talk about that because carbs are what are going to make your brain tick, your heart tick, and your gut a happy place. And, you know, being a gut guru that I am you know, Hippocrates once said, all disease begins in the gut. And let me tell you, there is so much truth to that. So all the inflammation and all of the epidemics of autoimmune disease and heart disease and diabetes and cancers, I truly believe stems from what's going on in the gut in combination with high stress in this society. So those are kind of the two things that I really, really focus on with my clients to try to help them work through it. And then I look at what is the self-care and your environment? Are you in a household where there's abuse or or turbulence? Um, you know, are you taking care of you, or are you the constant caregiver to everybody else? Um, I I want to break it down and focus a little bit more on the
0: foods first because we listeners are struggling right and they are in places where they might not even think about eating and I have to work with them to set an alarm to even think about it so cooking a healthy meal is the last thing on anyone's mind and even listening to what you're saying plant-based what do I do where do I start why why is this going to benefit me so I want people to understand that taking care of the car like you said and take that that if we take care and fuel our body properly there are benefits whether it's depression anxiety loss and grief physical illness so but but
1: they don't know where to start Right, right. Well, there's there's definitely a few places to start. There, The recommendations that I would make, um, there's actually a Facebook group that the Forks Over Knives organization hosts, and it's called the Whole Food Plant-Based Group. It is a fabulous support group for people who want to get started in, you know, eating whole plant-based foods, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's taking, it, it's mostly things without labels. So a head of cauliflower doesn't have, you know, a list of ingredients or a label on it. And again, most of, most of what I look for or are organic. And of course, there's the um, environmental working group, which is the ewg.org. They have what's called the clean 15 or the dirty dozen list and you can go on there and look at what are the fruits and vegetables that I should be eating um, organically and which ones are safe to eat conventionally, which means that they are sprayed, but it's not getting into the plant as much as other foods. So I I usually steer clients if they're beginners to the ewg.org group and looking at the Clean 15 or Dirty Dozen I tell them to go to the whole um, the forks over knives whole food plant based group. They also have a fabulous cookbook called the forks over knives cookbook. Um, my other favorite is uh, Rip R. I. P. Esselstyn, and he wrote Engine Two and Plant Strong. And Plant Strong is a wonderful book for beginners. It it has some recipes, but it also has these very easy, no pun intended, easy to digest chapters about why no cheese, why no extracted oils, where do I get my protein if I'm eating plants, Um, you know, all this great, easy information that gets people started on their plant-based journey. Um, And even if you don't want to be 100% plant-based, it's so important to get more fruits and vegetables, whole grains, legumes into your body because you wanna fuel that sports car. So I have a book as, as we talked about, which what brought us together is I have a book coming out. It'll be probably the third week of October. It's called Health Up and it's uh, plant-based recipes and more because I talk about gut health in there, what can go right, what can go wrong. I talk about weight loss in there. I talk about um, you know, how to restock your pantry, what to look for to get rid of, what kinds of things do you wanna bring in, um, you know some of the easy equipment that you can have to make whole food plant-based um, you know, food recipes easy. Uh, I have some favorites that are fan favorites of my friends. Like I make a plant loaf that tastes so delicious, very much like a meatloaf, but it's made with lentils and oats and quinoa, and so delicious. And I always tell my clients, cook once, eat twice or three times. You know, you want to make some things ahead. You want to be prepared, so you make a whole plant loaf. And if it's just you and another person, you could... um, you know, make it, cut it into serving sizes and then wrap it in wax paper and throw it in a baggie and in the freezer it goes so that you can pull out one serving at a time. Um, and I feel like your clients are like,
0: m- your clients would come from me, my clients work with me because they're struggling and then I, they're not even going to make it. I'm going to find a somebody who's going to make it for them so they can just open the refrigerator and have that plant loaf right? Like they aren't there yet. So the reading and they're not there yet. So what simple steps for people who getting out of bed is a success and getting through another day is a big deal. What can they do to start just making simple changes that might
1: get them feeling strong enough to then pick up the book or
0: join the group?
1: Gotcha. Well, of course, at least drinking half your body weight in ounces of water Um, you know, you want to make sure that you're well hydrated, that you're getting a good night's sleep. Um, definitely. Uh, you know, I encourage people to do an intermittent fast because we, when we rest and digest, we have this, what's called a migrating motor complex. Often people mistake hunger pains and, or they, they mistake the, the migrating motor motor complex for hunger pains but it's actually your MMC, which we acronym it for short there. Um, It's like an internal street sweeper and it's cleaning up the digestive tract. So not eating after six o'clock or before nine or 10 o'clock in the morning can really help your body set the stage for a better day. Having your water in the morning, Mm -hmm. um, I also work with women uh, that we do a 30 day reset, which is cleansing with a whole organic plant based green smoothie powder that helps them really cleanse a lot of toxins out of their system. Um, and so we do that for 30 days. And then I work with them and talk them through adding in, like having an apple or adding in, um, eventually adding in like oats in the morning. Um, I'm a huge oat eater because they're so heart smart. They're so healthy. So, if your clients are able to make themselves either a very simple granola, um, mm-hmm. which my granola is a piece of cake, I basically use a half a cup, a quarter to a half a cup, depending on if they have, you know, blood sugar issues, but a quarter to a half a cup of pure maple syrup with a half a cup of a nut butter or a seed butter, if they're allergic to nuts, and you whisk that together. I usually put a little bit of uh, vanilla or um, almond extract. That's it. Whisk about, and you stir in five cups of whole grain oats, and then I bake it for 15 to 17 minutes and let it sit until it cools on the counter, and it just crumbles up into this gorgeous granola, and you don't have any of the other garbage that isn't yes. packaged stuff. So I that- love that I'm doing that. That sounds delicious and easy. It's very simple. And then I keep in my refrigerator, I keep a little jar of flax meal mixed with chia seeds and sometimes hemp seeds. And I keep the bags in the freezer so they don't get rancid, but I keep that little goody jar in my refrigerator and I put about a tablespoon onto my oats every morning um, and I will add fresh berries um, and then my plant milk and I, I tell people avoid processed plant milks that have more than two ingredients <laughs> um, because most plant milks have all kinds of garbage in them. And then if they're not organic, you're getting a hefty dose of chemicals. Um, so my go-to's like to make your own, if you've got a blender, is a quarter cup of whole grain oats and a cup of water would be the ratio. Just blend that together in some nice cold water and you've got instant plant milk. Um, or you can, I, my favorite is soy. Uh, soy can be exceptionally good for you unless you have some thyroid issues going on.
0: But, it's a soy wouldn't you know it?
1: <laughs> oh, oh gosh. But yeah, I use the silk and West soy have an organic unsweetened soy that the only ingredients is organic soy and filtered water. So those are the, that's the way you look at your ingredients mm-hmm. to look at two ingredients. Like I get, um, my nut butter. I get the ones that are either on sale or the store brand. Um, Quite often, there's a store brand that is organic, that is unsalted, so the only ingredient in it is organic peanuts or organic almonds or organic sunflower seeds, Um, you know, so, or you can make your own, too, if you have a food processor, Um, but... What about
0: people who, maybe they're on medication, that side effect is loss of appetite or meat, like, I'm naturally not hungry for several hours in the morning. I have to, like, it is a conscious effort to get my metabolism going and get something in. What tips for people who just don't think about food or nothing sounds good?
1: Yeah, well, with those individuals, I encourage them, you know, doctors will immediately put them on products like Ensure because they're full of vitamins, but they're so full of garbage and chemicals. And I swear it is really harming our elderly. So getting a really high quality, um, you know, uh, raw organic protein powder or, you know, super green powder. And then just adding like a half a frozen banana, some frozen strawberries, frozen blueberries, get in all those reservatols. I usually put in three organic walnuts in mine. Sometimes I'll put in a half a cucumber. um, And then my plant milk with the protein powder, I zhuzh it up. And it's just absolutely a delicious way that's full of nutrition to start your day. And the one thing I will tell you is you want to chew. I know it sounds silly. No, I agree. You want to chew your smoothie, chew your green juice, whatever it is that you're consuming, because you want to get those enzymes going um, because it, it really, yeah, I've had friends that they're big into smoothies, but how come every time I, I do a smoothie, I, I get bloated? And I'm like, well, are you gulping it down and doing it on the run? Or are you sitting back and enjoying it and taking the time to chew it (laughs) which they always laugh at me but um, yeah it makes a huge difference and I always tell people in general with any food that you're consuming you want to chew it to the point of liquid make that your challenge this week because your stomach doesn't have teeth so it affects that entire 30-foot journey when you are consuming foods it just makes all the difference in the world that's so great
0: to know, I, and and it, you can also enjoy it more. Yes, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Help it
1: down. Oh, they, I I have done entire podcasts on just mindful eating. <laughs> Believe me, there is a whole art to that in itself. So, talk a little
0: bit about how you went off of medications. I also, I told moving from Michigan to Colorado, I was able to get off of migraine medications and things like that due to climate. But I know so many people who are like me that
1: take it because you need it, but would much prefer something natural. Yep. So I tell people, I never would take a client off of a medication. Um, and I don't recommend you as an individual, like um, taking yourself off of a medication. And the reason I say that is because there are many different types of medications, and they, they can... Um, They can be very troublesome if you stop cold turkey. And it also really greatly depends on the dosage that you're taking. Absolutely Um, agree. No, doctor supervised. I should have specified. Absolutely.
0: If there's some, what could they do to increase the chances that maybe one day this would work and I can talk to my doctor about it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I was working with a client who was having high blood pressure and they had him on quite a bit of blood pressure medication. And we worked on, you know, his nutrition and his lifestyle. We talked about keeping his stress levels low. We talked about when he's eating and how he's eating. We talked about, we changed out the foods that he was eating. He has a sweet tooth. So we talked about alternatives to Prepackaged cookies. We mm-hmm. um, added more leafy greens and more of the rainbow of fruits and vegetables to his plate. We decreased his animal protein and limited it to, you know, the palm of his hand, only lean chicken and fish, um, you know, because he is a meat eater and I respect that. Um, so we really worked on completely changing his diet, little bits at a time. You know, I always say baby steps lead to big change. You got to start from where you are and just take those baby steps. And he went back to his doctor, had his blood work done. And his doctor was like, holy cow, I cannot believe how low your blood pressure is. And your blood work is like unbelievable. I want to lower your medication. And eventually she took him off of it.
0: That's amazing.
1: Is there anything you would suggest if it's, more, just find a nutritionist and talk about your diet? So usually what I do, so as an integrative health coach, I I will sit down with somebody and look at them as a whole. I look at their history. I look at their current situation. um, I look at their lifestyle, what they're eating. And then I make recommendations. Um, I talk to them about changes that we can make right away. I talk about, and now if they're complicated, and when I say complicated, um, I have this thing where I talk about body talk. Uh, and body talk is when your body, so sometimes we get little whispers like the sniffles or a headache. Sometimes we get chronic body talk where you know, we're getting indigestion every day and it, you know, we're popping Tums left and right. That's a, that's a chronic body talk. And then sometimes the body starts screaming at you. So that's when your blood pressure is high. People have heart attacks. They go to type two diabetes. They start getting organs removed. Your body is screaming at you for help. So I know I just got off on a tangent there. You know, but, that's huge. I love it. Yeah. So those are things that when I get a patient or I don't call them patients, my clients, um, who have a multitude of different issues, um, you know, like type two diabetes, and they've got um, some type of autoimmune disorder going on. They've had their thyroid removed, and on down the list, gallbladder removed, blah blah blah. I usually, and and they're on a bunch of medication. I usually refer them to one or two different doctors. Um, there's one that's he is a lifestyle, he's an MD who practices lifestyle medicine, so he primarily looks at whole foods um, and lifestyle, and then I have another physician that I adore, they both do telemedicine, another physician who is a naturopath who has a, a, a niche in gut health, um, he's just so savvy, and he really looks at patients, he looks for that root cause Um, he helps them on earth and then he'll help them with different supplements. He knows what medications he understands the chemistry between the meds and the supplements and the herbs. So I would never suggest that a client go on a particular supplement. It would be out of my scope of practice and it could very well interfere with whatever medication they're on where he's going to know how to bridge that, Um, and then there's also functional medicine doctors, and there's a, a wonderful functional medicine organization. It's a .org where you can go on and find a practitioner in your area. Um, so that's another. So those are kind of three ways that I help patients connect. And I tell them that, you know, if, if they're complicated, um, that once they connect with one of those physicians and get a protocol in place and a plan then I will work with them to help them implement that and to customize it that will work for their lifestyle and for what their preferences are. So that's kind of how we work on that.
0: And that's amazing. And do people connect with you and contact you through janetvernie.com? What's the best yes. way to
1: Yep, yeah, there's, um, so they can connect with uh, that and there's uh, they can sign up for a newsletter, Um, I also have an email address that's on there that they can send me a private note. Um, I have many people, thousands of folks that are following me on Facebook and some on Instagram. Um, So, you know, and I'm always sharing tidbits and recipes today. I talked about inflammation. Sometimes I share just inspirational quotes. And sometimes you see crazy pictures of me and my grandkids and my (laughs) dog. And, um, but yeah, uh, so that's how people connect with me. They, they'll sometimes send me a note via messenger as well. Any last thoughts for everyone listening? Oh goodness. You know, I just feel like life is too long to be unhappy and to be uncomfortable in your skin. And so if your body is talking to you, if it's whispering to you, if it's screaming at you, please take steps to change it because life's too long to live that way. There's so much goodness to be had. So that would be my, my closing statement.
0: So true. And people do get some sort of hint from their body and try to self-diagnose it or fight through it and just suffer when answers are out there. So Janetverney.com. what is the name of the book
1: that's currently available? Uh, So the first book is called Roots to Wellness. It's R-O-O-T-S, the numeral two wellness. And that one's on Amazon. My second book was, I took a little bit of a detour and it's kind of a cute story, but that one's called Rainbow Bird. And, um, it actually was how I felt when I was at the heart of my disease twenty some years ago, and I felt like a misfit toy. Mm-hmm. And you know, so Rainbow bird is is very different, and he gets teased and he's not accepted by others. and so it's it is a children's book, but I've had a lot of adults really relate to it as well. And then, of course, the third book is helped up. I love that. Thank you so, so
0: much for your time and your story and your knowledge. Janet, again, if you're listening, connect with Janetverney.com. I'll put all these links and the link to the book in the show notes. And until next time, everyone, always be Thanks. ruthless. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening today. Your support means everything to me, truly. If this podcast resonates with you, please do me a favor and join in the Ruthless Movement by making some noise and doing one of these four things. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Tell a friend so we can break stigmas even faster. Leave a review so people can see what you think of the show. And last, if you want to learn more about me and be a part of the Grief Cab community, please head on over to the Facebook group. We'd love to have you. Thanks again for spending your time with us and see you next week.